normal language people that is explicit language yeah, that we can't yeah. use on the radio. F bomb like every other word, you know. Blue yeah. is like the worst about it, but Yeah. Well oops. <laughs> it sounds sweet and innocent, but it's not. Nope, nope. not even close. It's Satan in disguise. Uh huh. I mean if you talk to any of my friends they'll be like, Yeah, okay. Blue's over like Lucifer is an angel once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Okay, well, I guess Thanks we'll... Thanks, I know. Should we just go ahead and jump into the show now? Yeah, you start, because I'm going to wait before I tumble down rabbit holes. Conspiracy theories are my thing. That's what I do. That's what I wind up down the rabbit hole of, and, uh... Ooh. 2020 has well, been a year for it. <laughs> I was going to say, 2020 has been the highlight of conspiracy theories. Oh, my goodness. I mean, terrible. like, for real, yeah. Uh, everything from, uh, you know, political stuff to the monoliths that keep showing up everywhere. Did it pop up somewhere else? Yeah, one, <laughs> Sacramento, California one showed up. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for them it's to, like... probably the same one, because you, the one the other one got removed. They, they keep seeing it, but they never, like, really dig down to where it's been, post, uh, been posted into the dirt. I bet if you dig down far enough, it probably says Made in China. Shut up. We're done. I'm done. And people out there, they're going crazy. They're like, oh, man, it's some kind of, like, you know, sign of the apocalypse and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, it's probably a major problem. I mean, aren't we in the apocalypse, though? I just imagine all of my friends from art school, like, you you underestimate how much of a troll an art student is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I got a buddy that went to uh, art school before he went to... uh, uh, school for Dude, I can see it right now. But. There's a bunch of art majors sitting around, getting stoned, yep. snapping on pizza, and they turn around and they're like, what can we do with that post in the front yard? <laughs> I got an idea, dude. <laughs> Bring me some Funyuns in the post, man. <laughs> and, dude, they're toking it up, traveling around, putting this post up everywhere. I'm telling you. It's nothing but a college practical joke, I'm telling you. Now it could be dead wrong. The planet could be destroyed tomorrow. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Asteroid! <laughs> but anyways, that was kind of what triggered the whole conversation to do a show today on conspiracy theories. But these conspiracy theories are actually true. The ones that we're going to be talking about. Uh, these are ones that throughout history have been highlighted. People have talked about back in the day when they first happened. And we're claiming, all oh, it's conspiracy theory. And the government saying, oh, you're completely nuts. It's not real. Blah, blah, blah. And then we had the little thing that got created called the Freedom of Information Act. And so now they look back on it, and a lot of this stuff is like, <laughs> just kidding, it was real. My bad. And especially CIA, they're really up on those. Yeah. yeah. Actually, they coined the phrase conspiracy theory, did they not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they actually did. They did it in order to put out, like, false information. To, to like, you know, hey, look over here, you know. But anyways, uh, one of the things that, like, goes all the way back to, like, prohibition back in 1920 i kid you not in prohibition in 1920 when they first started the law for alcohol you know being outlawed in the whole shebang the government was saying that it was all illegal you know that that it was harmful to the americans you can't have this alcohol it kills people like you know we had 300 deaths in this city and the other one had 700 all of a sudden a month later yeah the reason why it had 700 a month later was there were people who were taking the alcohol and they were adding little things in it like kerosene they're adding, uh, um, oh, God, what do you call it when you uh, get dye and they fill you full of... Uh, iodine? No, no, iodine? No. That's for a <laughs> cut, dude. Not when you that's die. Just, that's just where I put up my uh, head. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe I'm, I'm brain farting on the word. Uh, formaldehyde. There we go. Formaldehyde. There yeah. you go. Okay, uh, you just said embalming fluid, dog. Okay, whatever. Embalming fluid and all that other crap. So, in acetone, they were literally putting acetone in some of these stills and stuff that people were, you know, the bootleggers were selling. And it really was killing people. And then they would use these stories, go and see what alcohol does. It kills people. 
Yeah, this but is the now, stuff that the government was doing to their own people. Ugh. I mean, think about that, man. I mean, that that started happening around about 1927. But that is how scary it is. That in order to get conformity, to make people listen, they put all these deaths out. Sound familiar? That's trippy. I'm done. No, no. Oh, that's not, just, a, I, just I will not allow myself to go down just rabbit holes. I am about peace today. Yeah, and Stop for anybody who doubts, and anybody who doubts the stories that we are putting out, just let you know, <laughs> there the there is a lot of these stories that actually came from Business Insider. Uh, that they did a, a full article on a bunch of these things out of. So I do want to give you know credit where credit is due. It was Business in, uh, Business Insider who did a, a huge story on a lot of American conspiracy theories that wound up being true. Um. One of my favorite ones I used to talk about all the time back with the old show, uh, because it involved UFOs and all this other stuff, uh, people talked about MK Ultra. Oh, snap. We're yeah. going there. Yeah, we're, we're going, going there. there. Oh, man. Yeah. So MK Ultra, for people who are unfamiliar with that, MK Ultra was a... LSD. A, a, yes, it was a, a experimentation <laughs> with LSD to actually make like a Manchurian candidate uh, to do mind control to gain information from people. It was basically really was mind control that they were experimenting with LSD. The problem is the people that they were experimenting with the LSD didn't know they were ex- being experimented on with LSD. <laughs> they, and this happened not only in America but in Canada too. It was across yeah it was across the border even in Canada. Oh wow I didn't know it was in Canada. Yes even in Canada they were running MK Ultra projects all the time and of course guess who created that CIA. Of course, now they said that, man. It's going to be like a raid on this station, man, in like Dude. 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, if but we suddenly all... go dark and you hear, <laughs> we're gone. <laughs> it's all public information anyway, so. <laughs> but, I mean, what are they going to do? Nail me for repeating something else that's already been written in an article? I mean. So, yeah. But, uh, so, my my thought is with MK Ultra, um, one, now this is a conspiracy theory. I want to put that out there before I go any further talking about this. Part of it, okay. I thought these were true. Well, no, no, no. The MK Ultra was true, but there is another facet to it of a story of MK Ultra, where a individual was claiming that they were using MK Ultra in order to gain information from aliens on their technology. So, dating back from the Roswell incident, right? They actually had some survivors. They were trying to gain information on their technology. Everything that they tried to get them to talk just wouldn't work. They created MK Ultra in order to try to get them to talk. Can you imagine an alien LSD? That is the most unproductive thing ever. I'm sorry, like it, go home. <laughs> I mean, well, so man. <laughs> I, I I've never per- I'm putting this out there. I've never done acid, I've never done LSD. Um I haven't up. messed with anything hard <laughs> drugs or anything like that. But I have a lot of friends who have, <laughs> and I've heard stories, and it's the most unproductive drug ever. Yeah, like, right. I I have, um, we'll call him a co-worker or whatever. He is the most productive human being in the world on cocaine. His wife literally told him after he retires, he can do cocaine because he literally cleans and fixes everything. <laughs> 100%. Here's your honeydew list, and here's your honeydew line. LSD, <laughs> LSD is the opposite of that complete opposite i'm going you shopping just, honey get it done you're sitting there you you think you're going on an adventure and you're in a walmart parking lot next to a light pole you know i mean it just it doesn't well like in some areas of like with lsd it, it lowers your inhibitions um it causes like what they call trails like if you take your hand and wave it in front of your face you'll see like a streak of your hand going by um some of the <laughs> like 
you know, the, the attributes of LSD. Um, is not all like, you know, so far fetched, like in the movies, like where they're seeing like dinosaurs talking, you know, to them and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm granted, I'm sure there's been some people who may have experienced that, but like most people I've ever known who've ever taken it, myself, I, other people, um, <laughs> you know, usually it's just seen a trail go by when they wave their hands, stuff like that. That's. Uh, that's- no. Yeah. And anyways, we're off topic, but yeah, I just, off topic. But anyways, on LSD. So yeah, Hashtag. so MK Ultra, you know, yes, that was real. And once again, Freedom of Information Act allowed us to find out that yes, that. And what's so funny is every one of these things have been denied, denied, denied to death from our government. And then all of a sudden, it's like all these years later, Freedom of Information Act gets created, and it's like, eh, sorry, we lied. <laughs> we're sorry. Imagine we're what it's going to be like now, twenty years from now. The stuff we may find out. Dude, I honestly, I don't want to know because this has been one of the most stressful years ever. Ever. I'm really, honestly, I'm trying not to let it get to me. I'm really not. And how? what I mean by that is, yes, the lockdowns have been insane. I know so many people have lost their jobs. People have lost their lives to it. You know? I changed jobs. Yes. I mean, everything because of the whole COVID ordeal, you know, and the lockdowns and the, so on and so forth. And just that part of 2020. Not including all the political stuff and everything else that's happened. We're not even going to get into it. I mean, I I don't want to talk about those topics on this kind of show. But there has been just so much that's happened during 2020. I think that really the Mayan calendar, I swear Mm -hmm. to it to this day. (laughs) Yes. I believe the guy who wrote it, that son of a bitch, was dyslexic. It was supposed to have been 2021, not 2012. So come next year when everybody's going, yay, 21's right around the corner. Things are going to get better. That's when the asteroid hits. Boom. Done. <laughs> yep. So just be prepared, Oof. people. Be prepared. Oof, duh. All right. So uh, we got a whole bunch more topics to be going on for uh, for our discussion here. But I know you have one, too, you wanted to talk about. Yeah. I did one and only one so I can control myself mm-hmm. and keep from going down rabbit hole. But it is subliminal messaging. And funny enough, um, the article I read was, like, from this year. I don't know. My phone's over there somewhere. But um, it was from this year, and it was t- totally and completely denying it was existing. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, an article from last year, the year before, the year before that, showing how, like, McDonald's and stuff, like, even on, um, oh, what is that? It was one of the cooking shows on um, Food Network yeah. that they uh, bleeped in a McDonald's arch to try to make people hungry during the show. Now, you know what's so funny, though, and speaking of conspiracies with McDonald's. They believe the reason why their food is so addictive that people like to eat it is because they put sugar in everything. Sugar in the fries, sugar in the meat for the hamburgers. I can see everything. that. Yeah. No, that that would be a legitimate thing because, yeah. I mean... Um, and when sugar, I was, believe it or not, is addicting. Yes, absolutely. That's yep. why you have... We're, I'm leaving that alone. That, that's a whole other rabbit hole. Like I said, I'm at peace. I am not going down rabbit holes. I am just going to... Stay focused. Yes. Stay focused. But no, subliminal messaging, it could be anything from, you know, the bloop on the TV screen or, like, you know, just random words on the radio. Oh, yeah. It could be anything like that or just, like, you know how they say that, um, like, skincare and um, lingerie commercials, like, are projecting a certain feminine figure that women should be attaining to do? Yeah, yeah, That That's another form of subliminal messaging. 
Yeah, you know, I can I believe mean, it. Yeah. And that's why they're so like. They're, they're, when we, people have argued like time and time again, like like the old adage, sex sells. Yep. You know, and they have all these like you know the t- Victoria's Secret models and all that that they believe that this is the look and the build that women should, like you said, they should be obtaining and keeping and all that. Well, exactly. But honestly, no, no. You know what? For women out there, be who you are and be happy. Look, I'm I'm just gonna put this out there. Hank Moody. Hank Moody. He said it on Californication, and it was awesome. Every woman has a particular thing that is beautiful about them. Every yeah. woman is beautiful in their own way. Yep. Now, that came from a show about a womanizer, so take it how you will. But <laughs> but that was creative writing, not in real life. It, it still. So, yeah. So the the writer, whoever it wrote that It was based off line, of an actual writer, though. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. The, the writer who wrote that, I mean, actually put some thought in that. And it's true. It is true. You know, for everybody out there, be happy with who you are, for real. I mean, I, I used to talk about this on the old show and stuff. Like, I got bullied when I was in middle school. And you get bullied now. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I just don't care. <laughs> but, uh... But I did. I mean, I was bullied, like, relentlessly when I was in middle school. You know, and then come high school, I got a little bit bigger, and I learned that the hits that I got hit with didn't hurt as much, and I started dishing them back. You know, <clears throat> but uh, honestly, yeah, everybody be happy with being who you are, because I tell you what, the older you get, and when you become an adult, and especially when you get older as an adult, like in your 30s and 40s, trust me, you're going to be happy with just being you because you're not going to care anymore what people think. You're really not. Well, see, and that's that's where I kind of um, have another point to make with that. If you're not happy with how you look, if you aren't happy with yourself, then it's up to you to change it. Yeah, don't you know do it mean? because somebody else made you feel that way. Yeah, no, do it because you want to. Don't worry about what anybody else yeah, thinks. exactly. Who cares? We like don't. me, I want to lose some weight, <laughs> dude. And it's not because somebody said, hey, he's a fat ass. No, I just I need to lose some weight. So... It's true. Yeah. I need to lose some. A little bit. A yeah. wee bit. A tiny bit. Yeah, about 15, 20 children's sizes or something. <laughs> 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 no, not that much, but I definitely need to lose some weight, though. <clears throat> yep, fair enough. But, uh, yeah. No, back to some back on topic yet again. There we go. One more we time. Can't, we can't stay on topic. No. We can't. It's just impossible. The show with ADD. Yes. Yes, yeah, so keep you going. You got three guys with ADD in here and it doesn't work out well. <laughs> <laughs> But no, um, subliminal messaging has been around since radio. Since everybody was listening to the radio, people tried to like play a certain tune over and over again. That's where you have jingles like mm-hmm. State Farm, you know. Yeah. I'm Jig from State Farm. You know, I mean, not not we're not it, sponsored. It, hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> yeah. We ain't Just, saying her name anymore because they don't pay us. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. I mean, and really, like, you're hitting the nail right on the head. Like, most jingles that wind up being successful – that people remember are the ones that are repetitive in their mm-hmm. in their little 30 second bit. Well, I mean, and they tried that with all kinds of things and then when TV came out, it was immediate. Yep. They've tried to use it on serial killers. There was one that I was uh, actually watching a YouTube video on the way over here. Mm-hmm. Um he left a pair of his glasses at a crime scene and he was taunting police. He was throwing stuff, you know, like leaving notes at libraries describing in gross detail of his like murders that he was doing. Mhm. And he uh, he left his glasses at a crime scene once, and they literally blipped up. Now call the chief and had a picture of his glasses up there. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. He wound up like accidentally turning himself in. I don't. I don't. I didn't get the he rest of the story. Accidentally turned himself yeah. in. <laughs> Real men of genius. Here's to you, Mr. Serial Killer, who turned himself in. 
by accident. <laughs> Stupid. But no, I mean, they, the cops have tried it, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the government had tried it with, you know, something like MK Ultra too. I mean, oh yeah. Honestly, Frank Herbert said it best: "Power attracts the corruptible." And then someone else said, "Absolute power corrupts absolutely." Yep. And I firmly believe that. You know, I I don't like any politician, and that's why we don't talk about politics on here because I will rant about every politician. And like, if you are like worshiping a politician, no, yeah, no, get and, out my face. And you know what? <laughs> and it's very true because, and I want the listeners out there to think about this. Think about politicians who have enforced laws, enforced. Not, I don't want to say laws, mandates. They're not even laws. Enforced mandates, but they kept getting more, and take a little more, and take a little more. It comes down to well, now we're just conditioning you. We're going to see how much you can take. Now, I'm not saying that there's people out there doing this for bad reasons. And I'm not even going to clarify what I'm even talking about. Just saying in situations, I'll let the, the listener decide on their own. All right? Yeah. Yep. I'm not, I'm not even – I'm not yeah. taking the bait either. I'm not nope. – <laughs> hey, peace. I was going to egg you I'm, on, man, no, one way or another. No, I'm over here huffing and puffing trying not <laughs> – You know I'm gifted at that. All right. Dude. Oh, man. Yeah, so – but anyways, but it, it, is, it is true. I mean, there are certain situations – I mean, we'll just use dictators for an example, not politicians here, Let's but dictators. To, like Russia, like World War II, yeah, yeah. post-World War II Russia. Yeah, they will sit there and they will enforce more laws, enforce more laws, enforce the more Del laws. Fidel Castro. We're yeah. in Florida. Let's, created let's laws that. that they created, you know, and, and because it comes down to conditioning. They want to condition you to listen. Yeah, well, and, and then exactly on top of that – that's exactly what it boils down to. They – those particular types of people – Increase normalcy by doing it. This is, you know, this is normal that what yeah, we're doing. Exactly. This is normal for you. This is normal. Yeah. This is normal. I'll give we're you an example. Sorry. Speaking of which, talking about conspiracy theories with Fidel Castro. Do you know that when we uh, we had a nice little incident, you know, back then? Cuban Missile Crisis. Well, yeah, the whole thing was boiling down to Tonkin. All right. Um, it was one of our ships that you know was uh, under attack, you know, torpedoed by the you know by the enemy and. This incident happened, and, and it, it spurned on in order to start causing American people to go down with Cuba. we got to stop Fidel Castro and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the incident never happened. Let that sink in for a second. That incident never happened. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And that was from our own government. See, this is this is why I was totally reluctant when you approached me about this. I was super reluctant. I was like, eh, let's talk about something else. You're like, no, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. You were so excited. You were like a two year old. You can't say no to a two year old. No, ever, uh, dude. I mean, they were they were actually they were planning on American soil, and this was our own people. Possible terrorist attacks from Cuba, okay, and other incidents to happen that involved Cuba. In order to get the American people behind the politicians to go, let's go get Cuba. Let's go ahead and get Fidel Castro in, out of there and take over. Now, don't get me wrong. Fidel Castro was not a good guy. No, he was a nasty dude. Yeah. Nasty dude. Was, I, I've met yeah. a couple of Cubans from Cuba that were there exactly. in that time, and they were very happy to be here. Yeah. They love <laughs> they love exactly. this place. But, and uh, he but was, the, he our was American truly... government definitely tried to, to help it along, you know, to get rid of them. He was truly messed up individual. Yeah. But luckily for us, Kennedy was like, uh, no, we're not doing that. So he shut it down. Mm. But, yeah, guy who was the head of the CIA back then was actually trying to push to get it to happen. That was another uh, conspiracy 
Yeah. It, it was a theory. It was a conspiracy theory about uh, John F. Kennedy. I almost tumbled down the right rabbit hole. That's oh, why I dude. stuck with one. <laughs> we could That's go. <laughs> we could do a whole show just on JFK alone. Jeez. There's so many conspiracy dude, theories on who actually shot him, the grassy knoll, you know, the whole shebang. Like people saying that if you go to the, you know, from the uh, the book suppository where he was shot from, if you look out that window, there's no possible way to get that angled shot that Lee Harvey Oswald allegedly got. I remember talking about these things, MK Ultra, subliminal messaging, JFK. In college, in my criminal justice class, mm-hmm. I had uh, – well, one of my criminal justice class, I had this awesome teacher, Mr. Bromfield, phenomenal guy. He was in the – you know, in law enforcement for probably since before I was born, <laughs> a long, long time ago. But great guy, super smart dude, but we started – we tumbled down this rabbit hole, and it's like, look. You're in law enforcement. People are going to be suspicious of you because they don't trust the government because of this, because of this, because of this. And started yeah. listing off things like that, and that is a normal suspicion now. It's yeah. a normal. We've had and that just, for so long. I mean, even with the UFO, you know, and the UFO like genre, you know, people never trust the government. Saying Roswell. You know that uh, I forgot the guy's name now. That that found the material and he was a military officer and was standing by it. And then when they allegedly switched out the material with this weather balloon that crashed, he was saying that's not it. And the government blackballed him and said that he was a liar and all this other stuff. You know, ruined his life and career and the whole shebang. And that and a lot of people saying because of that they don't trust the U.S. government. Well, it's like the thing that there's a lawsuit going on right now over the whole Russian thing from past four years or whatever. I'm not getting into details on it, but there's a lawsuit with the guy that um, particular people said that he was a Russian agent, but he was actually a CIA asset that was spying on Russia for us, and they smeared this guy's whole world. He is unemployable now, and he is suing for somewhere in the neighborhood of $84 million. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, Yes. And he's probably going to win because everything's – their sworn testimony that like, hey, we forged these documents. Hey, we changed this doc- this legal document. Hey, we manipulated this. Hey, mm-hmm. we lied about this. And it's like, oh, my god. I, like I, um, this happened recently, recently, like yeah. this decade, not in 1960, this decade. <laughs> <laughs> this one's saying imagine 20 years from now. The things that uh, just the average person out there has thought was maybe a conspiracy. Imagine what they're going to find out in the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You know, that be like, oh, my God, I never knew. You know, going to find out, you know, Britney Spears was a Russian spy. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> oh, I'm trying not to laugh at you, yeah. but I can't help it. New kids on the block, CIA agent, you be the judge. You know, <laughs> But, uh, I mean, for real. I mean, who knows what, what's going to come out to the public in the next, like, 30, 40, 50 years. I mean, like, majority of things that happen, like, in the military with operations, stuff like that, they typically, when the operation happens, they're usually deemed classified for at least a minimum of, like, 50 years, you know, and, and they, and some of them vary, like, dependent upon the operation, but a lot of them are, like, classified for an average of, like, 50 years, you know, then after that, then they can be declassified, then told to the government, uh, or, you know, or to the people, <laughs> um, yeah. I think they know. <laughs> well, 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 like, prime example, when you think about, like, say, uh, the atomic bomb, its creation, and, and everything else, and how it got delivered, you know, on the USS Indianapolis and all that. I mean, all that was classified for many, many years before it finally became declassified, and they said, yeah, this is actually how it happened. 
you know. Like, for uh, everybody knows that knows me personally, I'm a huge Jaws fan. It's my all-time favorite movie, hands down. I can watch over and over and over again. Uh, the story that Quint tells on the boat about the USS Indianapolis being hit by a torpedo and going down in 12 minutes um, when they had just delivered the bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima, that is a true story. That really happened. Wow. The Indianapolis did get hit, and it was so secret that nobody listed them overdue for like three days. Wow. Because they maintained radio silence and everything at delivering the bomb and coming back. They got torpedoed, went down, and all these men went in the water. Well, even with the de- the final delivery of the bombs themselves, mm-hmm. they had three different planes, and they had, you know, each one of the guys, none of the guys flying the planes knew which one had the actual bomb. Yeah. So they wouldn't feel the guilt of taking out that many people and doing that to that much devastation. Another conspiracy theory is that the guy who dropped the bomb in Hiroshima was actually a 17-year-old kid who pushed the button to to drop it. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, at that that time, I mean, there was... So many people were joining the military line about their ages, so on oh, and yeah. so forth. You know, I mean, and they knows? were taking it them, and true. they were happy about it. Yeah, but that that's a story that's been thrown out there too. You know, and thrown around for a conspiracy. Um, but yeah, um, so the Indianapolis when it went down, yes, that is a true story. I mean, it was like eleven hundred, I think, men that went you know down with the ship, and then like only three hundred survived. You mm-hmm. know, sharks killed a whole bunch. I of people. remember, I remember reading the. Um, a documentary or a biography about the shark attacks at that particular. Yeah, I didn't insane. even. I didn't put two and two together, but I do remember the shark attacks. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is whenever you have like a plane crash or if you have a ship going down, metal in the salt water causes this frequency that attracts sharks. Well, and it's shiny. Yeah, brings <laughs> them in. You know. So unfortunately, it's true when these planes go down on the water, or if a you know a ship gets hit and starts going down, and of course it, there's debris on board and everything else that attracts them and brings them. Well, in. yeah, no, it's uh. You know, from the scientists that have gone down, you and I worked with a lot of biologists and oh, yeah. stuff. And um, yep. the sharks are actually attracted to a magnetic field. Yep. And when you struggle in the water, you're producing a particular frequency of a magnetic field that attracts sharks to you. Yep. That's why, like, people that get shark attacked at, you know, beaches and stuff, they could be just, like, splashing around, playing around in the water. Mm-hmm. But that's putting off a particular vibration. You have a magnetic field. You know, that you emanate yourself. Yeah. And then some of it's just mistaken identity. Oh, yeah. Well, like for people that go in murky water, swim around, and all of a sudden they get bit by a shark. Yeah, over It's usually because the water's so churned up that, like, a bull shark doesn't have that great of eyesight. It looks like a fish because they only see just a hand because of all the murkiness, and they go after it. Yeah. yeah. Now, that's what happens in New Smyrna all the time. That's yeah. why they have a lot of shark bites. You know, it's yeah. like, blip, blip, and you're nasty. Yeah. So there's your there's your lesson for the day about sharks. All right, let's go back to your next conspiracy, legit conspiracy. All right, the next one I have is pretty uh, pretty far fetched, but it's true. Oh, it's absolutely true. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. So, in 1974, the CIA secretly resurfaced a. Uh, a sunken Soviet submarine with three nuclear-armed ballistic missiles on board. Okay. Uh, the CIA, um, and the project was uh, Project uh, Azorian. It was aimed at t- uh, to raise a sunken Soviet submarine from the floor of the Pacific Ocean to retrieve three nuclear-armed ballistic missiles, each carrying a one-megaton nuclear warhead. Um, with President Nixon's approval, CIA director, imagine that, CIA again, 
uh, Richard Helms placed all the plans in a secret file called Jennifer, thus keeping the information from everyone but a select number of government officials. Jenny. Yep. So after the Freedom of Information Act was uh, created, the NSA finally published an article from the CIA's in-house journal, uh, Studies and in Intelligence, revealing that the department succeeded in resurfacing portions of the sub named uh, K-129. The CIA redacted text in these documents that uh, prevent determining the operation's exact level of success, but the crew of the Glomar Explorer, the recovery ship, did haul contents uh, to Hawaii for unloading. So, so Red October was real? Uh, basically, yeah. What? <laughs> so in, in real life, that the sub that went down, um, that uh, secretly with nobody knowing, because it happened off our coast, they went out there and retrieved it and brought up three nuclear warheads, these you know intercontinent, intercontinental ballistic missiles. ICBM. Let's yes. just stick with Ackerman. So, uh, yeah. So once again, there's another thing that happened out there. But when people were seeing them out there and doing a thing, they were doing oceanographic uh, research. Oh yeah, it's always yes. research. Yeah, always research. <laughs> but that's what they were really doing. They're actually retrieving a a sub from Russia right off our coast. But isn't that always literally always the excuse? We're yeah. doing research. We're doing research. Like the uh, UFO sightings, uh, the documentary that I watched before we, our last show. Is the dog by you again? Yes. I hate you, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in and says hi to me. Aw. bye, dog. Yeah, there's been so many things that have happened. I mean, one of the conspiracies that uh, you and I were just talking about a couple days ago. We were talking about, um, oh, my God, uh, Eldest Son. Oh, man. Remember that one? Yes. 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 Uh, that's a real operation that happened during Vietnam. Basically, what happened was China was selling ammunition and weapons to the Vietnamese that we were warring with at the time. So what America decided to do was they joined in on the cells without China knowing and intermingled a lot of ammunition that was packed with high explosive rounds. So instead of the gun be, you know, shooting a bullet, the gun was exploding when the enemy <laughs> would go to shoot the gun. And what they hoped for was that the Vietnamese would take it that the Chinese was doing it to them and that way they would quit buying from them to slow down the, all the weapons and stuff that they were getting cached over to them that they were using on our troops. See, I can see things like that happening during war, like stuff yeah. like that, sabotage and stuff. I mean, that is kind of an ingenious idea. It happens every day, dude. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you would know. <laughs> but uh, when it happens on our soul by our government to our people is when I, like, kind of start tripping. And that's why, I, like, yeah. I'm inner peace, uh -huh. inner peace. <laughs> <laughs> com. Um, huh. But, yeah, so Eldest Son, uh, which was a real operation, and that's what they're doing. And, and you know what? That actually happens, like, all the time. And, and people that are warring with each other, they always try to sabotage their weapons, stuff like that. But that's what they were doing. The American, you know, American, you know, undercover operatives, we'll put it that way, were basically selling, you know, this ammunition intermingled with the Chinese ammunition over to the Vietnamese. And when they would start shooting, all of a sudden, like, the third round would just explode in the gun, you know. Obviously, you know, either really severely uh, injuring or killing the person shooting the gun. And, uh, I mean, honestly, kind of smart, you yeah. know? I mean, because it no, was it's, turning it's, the, the Viet Cong against the Chinese that they were buying it from. Yeah, no, when you want to reduce the supply lines, and the best way to do that is reduce trust. Yeah. The smartest way to do that is to reduce trust from the supplier. Dude, the one thing that will destroy any business, government, friendship, any of that, any anything that has working cogs of multiple people is dissension. 
Mm-hmm. Once you cause dissension, it will fall apart every time. You Thanks. cannot have dissension. That's the reason why, like, with, uh, you know, I'm a firm believer, like, with people who work in a business together, always being transparent with each other about everything. Yep. Because it saves on headaches, saves on arguments, and saves on the dissension. Because once dissension sets in, mistrust sets in. You don't then, know what to believe or not believe. Yeah, and the worst part is the person could be completely innocent, not doing nothing wrong, and the other person will completely sabotage and destroy the whole thing because they thought they were doing something wrong. So dissension is one thing. I mean, you always have to be transparent with each other in business. And like I've told you, man, when it comes down to business, the two things will destroy every business, ego and greed. Mm-hmm. You mix in either one or both, that business is not going to succeed. I nope. promise you. It's not an if. It's a when. It's going to crash. And it's going to crash bad. Oh, yeah. So with Operation, Sel- uh, Operation Eldest Son, um, it's crazy when you think about just all these different things. I mean, going like back to MK Ultra, man, it's just crazy when you think of all the people that have came out in the news who, you know, talk to other people, you know, claiming that like, man, this is what the government's doing and blah, blah, blah. And people called them crazy, called mm-hmm. them nut jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, some people like lost their jobs over this, you know, over this type of thing. Uh, people lost family members and friends because of stuff like that and couldn't find out the whole time they it were telling true. the truth. Yep. Yep. It's just it's, it's just bewildering. It really does. I mean, like, it just goes to show that there's no, like, actual heart when it comes to entities like that. Well, like, prime example, we were talking about this just last week, actually, with the aliens, when we were talking about alien stuff. They're like, with Roswell, all these different incidents that have happened that involve the government... And the government came out, and they said, no, we weren't there. That didn't really happen. These people are nuts and blah, blah, blah. Think about if it's true on what the people were saying about Roswell and all these other well-documented and known you know, alien-type situations. If they were telling the truth, think about how many people's lives have been destroyed because they just didn't want you to know the truth. That's just insane. And, dude, it's, I, I get it's it. Crazy. It's crazy. I get it to an extent. Crazy. I mean, trust me. I mean, being former military, I know, yes, there's some things – the people don't need to know about. The public does not need to know. No. And a prime example, man, when I hear people talking about who've never served in the military, going, well, we need to know everything they're doing. There needs to be full transparency. No, there doesn't. You don't need to know. Because if you knew, you would probably lose your mind. Because you may not understand the big picture of what needs to be done. Unfortunately, good men sometimes have to do dirty things, period. And it's an unfortunate fact of life. It's just, it really is a fact of life. Well, just like before the show, we were talking about Mr. Rogers because uh, Blue was over here playing jazz or yeah. Mr. Rogers <laughs> music. Mr. Rogers was a sniper and had like a 99% kill rate. Dude. Uh, I mean, he was he was totally like that guy. Like, he's Rambo except skinny and sweet. You know, I know right? <laughs> Just one of the like, nicest people you ever meet on the planet. Oh yeah, but you know what? I could see him being that way because of what he did in the military. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Because most people in the military, I mean, you know, if they've been in like com- combative situations, and even like guys like from law enforcement stuff like that, that's been in a combative type nature job, the last thing they really want is like violence or anything when they're not at work and and it's just like hanging out with you you don't stress about a lot of things like the things you stress about sometimes are stupid but a lot of stupid stuff you just let go because you've been in that environment you know i just kind of look at it and go whatever (laughs) (laughs) whatever i've been through worse dealt with as it comes you know (laughs) yep 
Yeah. But, uh, and like, prime example, man, talking about the whole uh, public knowing everything. Like, with think back when Desert Storm happened, when our guys were arriving on the shores, and here's CNN camera operators filming them. Dude, you're literally pointing where they're at to yeah. the enemy. Thanks for making the guys a target. Yeah. Appreciate it. I know. mean, it, it's one thing to have, like, transparency, which I am... Give us the big picture. Don't give us the small details that need to, like... Exactly. I, I, I get it. I kind of, like, hey, this is what we're doing here. Yeah. You know, don't tell us, you know, hey... Sergeant John Smith over there went and did such and such. Think you know, about we this. Don't when Osama bin Laden got taken out, he was taken out by Robert O'Neill from SEAL Team. It's, it's not SEAL Team 6. It's actually called DevGrew. All right? um, when he was the one who actually was the guy who shot and killed Osama bin Laden. All right? mm-hmm. Now, with that happening, you know, of course, after it was made public who he was and all that, you know, after the fact, and like he wrote a book on it, stuff like that, you know, which is really cool. Um, but here's the thing. Can you imagine the way the media is now? If we'd have been transparent about that operation beforehand, I mean, dude, it took he would have been sitting over there watching a TV. decade to get Osama bin Laden. It would have taken another decade if you'd been letting everybody be transparent about everything the military is doing. Dude, you it's, know, it's, there's some operations and stuff like that you just don't need to know. Period. We, we have to keep it quiet during it. But they need to like I like I like the Freedom of Information Act. I like declassifying it after the fact. Maybe not twenty yes, years after, after the, the fact, fact is fine. Maybe yeah. five years. I would I would like to see it reduced to five years. That way we'd get hey dog. That way we get a uh, answer as to like what has actually happened sooner and it's in recent memory because I mean already like what has it been twenty years almost since nine eleven. Yeah, it's been a while, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even remember that. People forget about that. You know, people haven't, like, there was things that, that whole sentiment is totally different in 20 years. Oh, yeah. I mean, so 20 years later, nobody's going to care. I've seen people sit there and go, won't you just let it go, man? Really? Really? Let 9-11 go. So what? Should we let, you know, what happened in World War II go? Let what happened during World War One go. People still hate Nazis. I yeah. hate Nazis. Everybody hates Nazis. Yeah, Nazis are the one group of people that everybody hates. Yeah. These things <laughs> have to be remembered because it keeps those things from happening again. Exactly. It makes people pay attention. When you get complacent is when the accidents happen. Oh, who, and sometimes did, they're not accidents. Who said that? It was uh, uh, people who forgets their history is doomed to repeat, repeat it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about conspiracy theories. <laughs> true. Or conspiracies. Yes. Not conspiracies. actual not theories. They're actual Yeah, these are actual conspiracies that were deemed actual truth. It still kinda makes lie. me giggle, giggle that they were experimenting with the L S D. It does. And now people are doing it for fun. <laughs> well, here is a major conspiracy that happened. No oh, no. Yes. That uh that is actually very, very sad. Um but you know what? I wanna I wanna talk about it. It's a little uh how can I put this? It's a little controversial, but I don't care. I definitely want to talk about this because it definitely needs to be known. Um, so when we were talking about people experimenting, you know, Americans experimenting on experiments, uh, experimenting on Americans, uh, the U.S. Public Health Service lied about treating black men with syphilis for more than 40 years. What? Yeah. Now, that is – and see, and that's, that's the point I was going with of bringing this up. A lot of people don't learn this in history anymore. They don't get to learn this kind of stuff, all right? 
So, all right, in 1932, the Public Health Service uh, collaborated with the Tuskegee Institute to record the history of syphilis in the black male community, hoping to justify a treatment program, okay? Call the Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the, uh, I'm not even going to use this term, uh, male, we'll just say black male. Um, the study initially included 600 black men, 399 with the disease, and 201 without while men were told they would uh, receive treatment. However, the researchers never provided adequate treatment for the disease. Even when penicillin became the preferred and available treatment for syphilis, researchers kept their subjects in the dark. Although originally planned to last only six months, the experiment continued for 40 years. What the f- It was finally in 1972, an Associated Press article prompted public outrage and a subsequent investigation happened. A government advisory panel deemed the study of ethically uh, deemed the study ethically irresponsible, and the research ended almost immediately. Um, as a result, the government settled a class action lawsuit out of court in 1974 for 10 million dollars, and a lifetime health benefits for all the participants, the last of whom died in 2004. So, this shows that back in the day, with population control. Because really, that's what it boils down to. Um, telling them that they were receiving adequate, you know, drugs in order to stop the syphilis. Because syphilis, you will die from it. it. It's the same thing Al Capone died from. <clears throat> syphilis, yeah, syphilis actually, it, it uh, destroys the brain. Not just the body, but destroys the brain. It brings on early cases of dementia and such. It, it basically chews holes in the brain, for lack of a better term. And it does cause death, obviously, in, in the end. And that is actually what... Al Capone died from. They released him, released him from prison because of his condition got so bad. They were like, yeah, this guy's not a threat to anybody anymore. He did, he he was like seeing. This is so funny because there's you know we are a paranormal show. There was people who said that Al Capone was seeing ghosts of his victims that he had either killed or had killed. A lot of people are saying no, it's not spirits he's seeing. What it is, it was his memory being so screwed up from the syphilis that he was recalling these events from his past of people that he either had killed or he actually had killed himself. And uh, so, yeah. So, 40 years these people were going untreated. 40 years. Yeah. I mean, Al Capone, he lived for, you know, decades with syphilis. You know, and he wound up dying from it. It's what actually killed him. Well, Al Capone deserved it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, let's be real. Oh, trust me. I'm not saying the guy was a good guy. I'm just saying that that is what actually killed him. You know, a lot of people thought he died from old age and stuff like that back in the day. It's like, no, it was syphilis that killed him. And um, and people who were close to him were saying, yes, he was seeing all these people in his room talking to him that was not there. And it wasn't, they said, because he was going crazy. It was because of the syphilis destroying his brain. And so that's what was happening to these people. They weren't bad guys. They no, weren't they you know, were racketeers. People. They weren't murderers. They were the average, you know, American citizen, you know, but because they were black, they were running these, you know, these things on them. I See, guess they thought nobody would care. That's stupid. That's messed up. Yeah. That's... So, there. I'm, I'm going to be driving off. home angry. You know that now, right? Yeah, I know. I'm... I'll, I'll get down off my soapbox now. But this is a little piece of uh, American history for you. So, I am one of those people that I'm not right, I'm not left. I'm about what's right and what's wrong. Exactly. And that was wrong. Period. That was, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll keep the language language I, clean. I'm yeah. trying. I'm really trying. So uh, so now, I mean, once again, this is a true conspiracy that 
was that came true. You know, people tried to rat it out in, in, back in the day. You know, people who were part of the program saying that, like, you know, hey, we know they're not getting the treatment, and they got shut up right away, and nobody was listening. And then all of a sudden now, here it is. It's just a part of history now. It's like, yeah, it was true. They did it. That's just, yeah. You know, it's like I'm, when they, they turn around, they're like, oh, they got $10 million, you know, for the money for what happened. Um, that that doesn't make a difference, dude. No, it doesn't. Not when Mon- they die. No. You know? Money's not everything. I'm sorry. There, There's no amount of money that can make up for flat out. Just, yeah, ruining your life, period. Just, and then ending. It's torture. It's literally it's torture. torture. It's slow torture. And it's yeah. torture because you have this disease that these people over here can treat, and they're pretending to treat it. Yeah. Who pretends – isn't the Hippocratic Oath do no harm? Yeah. I mean – Yeah, it is. But these people didn't believe in it back then. Yeah. It was a part of population control. Yeah, I'm not going to say that that was the – let me rephrase that. It wasn't the reasoning for do it or for doing it that was put out. What was the actual reason say, put out for it? But what a lot was of the people reason? say that was why. What was their justification exactly. for that? Exactly, yeah. We know what it was for. We're not stupid. So that's that's just messed up. You know up. what? This is the most serious I think I've ever seen. Blue. Yeah. You got to learn some history today. No, huh? I actually knew this about this. So Did you? It was interesting to watch your reaction to it because he was looking at me and I was like, "Yeah." I I'm I'm I don't know what I look like right now, but I'm. The angry. scary part is that yes, you I, look like how I looked like when I found out. Yeah. The scary <laughs> the scary part about this is is yes, I read this from Business Insider, but I learned about this back in school. And you know what? I don't. I don't think anybody's really too many people probably learn about this stuff. What are you? Now ten years older than me? Ish. Yeah. yeah. I'm forty-seven. Roundabout. Act like I'm twelve. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Ten years later, they didn't teach us. They didn't teach us that in yeah. history class. I took. I of specifically not took going to. yeah. American history like multiple times. High school, college, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Never heard about it. Yeah. Never. You know it, that. Yeah. There's a lot of things, man, that when people learn later on in life on their own. Yeah, that's the reason why I am a firm believer in you should research. Don't believe what the media tells you all the time. I mean, granted, yes. Or the media. If they tell you there's a tornado <laughs> coming, pay attention. You know what I mean? The obvious. You know, pay attention. But a lot of stuff that the media tells people, do you know where their information is coming from? Because you know what you always hear from the media? You always hear from a reliable source. From this source. Or from an that anonymous source. source or something Anonymous like source. Really? Really? Because later down the line, some of those same stories, and I can bring up tons of articles about that too, the news put out from an anonymous source, they found out, well, the newscaster was lying and there never was an anonymous source. No, they were just trying to get a promotion or something. Now, a lot of it was, uh, well, for ratings for one, and then number two, trying to affect people's opinion, and that's what it boiled down to. So, yes, do your own research, people. I'm telling you right now, hands down. When people tell you about things, and trust me, I'm not one of those conspiracy nut jobs that goes around thinking that everybody's lying to me all day long. I'm not that guy. I'm really not. I try not to be that guy. Half the, <laughs> well, for me, half the time, I just don't care, you know, what they have to say. But the thing is, is that, I mean, time and time again, that I look and do my own research, and I go, wow, that guy just straight out lied to everybody in America. That's, honestly, that's what 2020 has, like... Yeah. Made me it's do. It's a year of deceivement. Well, because before 2020, like I didn't, I didn't pay attention to anything that was going on. Then, like the whole world shut down. <laughs> I was like, all right, what's maybe happening I should right pay now attention. in 2020 is going to be talked about in schools 
30 years down the road. Yeah. Hope so. Easily. Yep. I mean, and who knows then what truths may come out between now and then that I they'll be teaching in school. See, this is one of those instances where I honestly don't know if I want to know at this point. Because probably like, not, because if we did, we'd probably disappear in the next 48 hours. <laughs> there's that. There's that. But, I mean, I... Oh. Lord Jesus, help me God. <laughs> a lot oh. of... Uh, so, I don't remember exactly where I learned that, but I learned that in college. A lot of things, like, when you're talking in, about theater, um, and you talk about the context of the time, this mm-hmm. is why you had these items, this is why this art form started. Mm-hmm. So, you learn a lot about that. So, like, when it's like, oh, the kooky artist, like, the kooky artists probably learned mm. a lot more than you have about just the history of people existing yeah. because you've exactly. got to get into a character you've got to understand where this theater piece comes from yep. um, so yeah I don't remember exactly where I heard about that but I remember it was in college and I was like well it's like the old saying is life imitating art or is it art imitating life you know a lot of people don't know the difference it's always funny when people are like yeah. oh you should be more professional artists have to be like you learn about socially acceptable art theater is not one of those <laughs> no there is no. no such thing as socially acceptable art it's what you get paid for. It's what is you know, socially acceptable anymore anyway? Yeah, because here's the thing. <laughs> I could create a show on underwater basket weaving, yeah. and somebody's going to be offended. Uh, Somebody. Fair enough. Uh, absolutely. They'll yeah, be like, fair, that's fair that's not how you weave. It's left to right, not right to left. We you know to, what I mean? There will always be somebody who's going to be a consistent hater, and they're going to mm-hmm. say that you're wrong, and blah, blah, blah. And that goes with everything that you do in life. Now, granted, there are some, you know, certain social guidelines you should stick to. Like, you know, I don't know, don't be a jerk. Yeah. You know, don't <laughs> smack around an old woman. I mean, come on. There, there's certain things that's just kind of a, you're born with it. It's an innate thing you're born with to go, maybe I should knock down that 90-year-old lady. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So there are certain social, you know, things in life. I mean, uh, like like people are talking about, like, no, nobody is born with racism. It's taught. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's one of them. Uh, you know, another thing is, is just hatred in general is taught. You know, hatred, it, it comes from the inside, from an outside, you know, source that caused it to develop and to build. Now, granted, there are some people who have, you know, some mental disabilities that do cause them to be violent and stuff like that. And it really is not a taught thing. That really is just something they're born with. You know, and that does happen. But they're very few and far between. But just society as a whole. You know, you're born with with the whole reasoning of, like, you know, hey, be nice to your mom and dad, be nice to your friends, you know, sharing is caring, all that good stuff you grew up with. Nobody's taught to be this evil person, you know, except for the people who are evil. They they were taught somewhere, you know, somebody taught them that. Or, they, or if they're racist, they were taught by somebody to be racist. I, yep. 100% agree with that. Yeah, because I have actually, like, you know, I mean, I've been all over the military. I've been in different countries and everything else. And, like, I have talked with people that they never once Four minutes. never once knew what like even racism was because they never experienced it where they lived they just never had everybody just got along working on the same thing in the community mm-hmm. so they just never knew they're like what's racism it's like eh, you don't want to know <laughs> no, no, <laughs> i ain't no. gonna be the just one to skip teach you that yeah <laughs> yeah let's let's just yeah know. just skip that part just yeah. know that some people are jerks we'll put it that way yep pretty much yeah that's my motto in life dbad want- don't be a. Yeah. <laughs> if it makes you feel bad, don't do it to somebody else. Hey, exactly. Like I told you, Blue, the first day we met, the one rule I told you I go by, I don't believe in anybody being any different from me. I believe that there's only two types of people on the planet, jerks and a-holes. 
don't be an a-hole. <laughs> you know, that's my basic rule. Just don't be one. You, you know? said jerks and a-holes? Yeah. Everybody's oh, I'm a- sorry. People and a-holes. Sorry. Say yeah. he thinks everybody's a jerk and an a-hole. You see this? Well, it's yep. okay to be a jerk once in a while, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you get my point. Yeah. You, know, the, you know, people and jerks, we'll put it that way, put it a little nicer. Don't be a jerk. You know, be a people. All right, folks. Next time, we're going to have a happier subject because, no. I, <laughs> this show's going to make some people think. I promise you. Dude, I, I'm good with thinking, but I don't want to be, like, enraged. The dude, dog ran away be, from me. No, you're going to be doing raging anyways. You're going to be looking all this stuff up later tonight. No. No. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm going uh, to hug my wife and child and just be thankful that I'm not being experimented Dude, on. I love it when I break all the stereotypes. We've talked about this one, too. Okay. I'm white from the South. Okay, that already just makes me a bad guy in most people's eyes because I'm white and from the South. However, my wife is Puerto Rican and Dominican, and my best friend is a six foot three gay black man. So yeah, I break all the stereotypes. Who is hilarious, by the way. Yeah. And sooner or later, we're going to get him on this show because Jay is amazing. Yeah. As uh, he was the best man at my wedding, you know. I mean, trust me, Jesse was part of my actual my you know one of my groomsmen. So uh, we're all very close. I was James Jay's armrest during know, the right? wedding. Well, guess because he's so tall. Man. <laughs> he was literally using my head as an armrest. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're listening, buddy, but I miss you, Jay. I miss you, bud. No, I'm sure. No, actually, no. He's bartending tonight. He is a premier bartender in Key West. Like people actually come from around the world to go to like the bar where he works at. I don't know if he wants me to share that or not, so I won't say the name of it. Yeah. But the bar he works at, people come from like around the world to have him serve them nice. for real. Yeah, he's, he's good funny, at it. he's great at what he does, and very entertaining, and is very well known throughout entire Keys of being that guy, the the excellent bartender. So, yep. Yeah, he's actually going to be joining us on the show off and on. So, anyways, we got to get ready to cut out of here. Yeah. So, uh, that hour went by pretty quick. Yes. For you? Yeah. I'm over here, like, sweating and, like, trying to control myself and then getting angry <laughs> and, oh, man, this is an emotional roller coaster. It really right. Well, then I did my job. All right, guys, so make sure you turn in next week to uh, Paraprobe on 1490 AM. And uh, just letting you guys know, we are building an iTunes channel, so we are going to be throwing all the past episodes out and newers, so you will be able to go to iTunes and check out all the past shows we've had, too. And we are on Instagram, Facebook. Have you done the Twitter thing yet or not? No, I haven't done Twitter yet. Okay, good. But anyways, it's (laughs) at Paraprobe Radio, at Paraprobe Radio on Facebook and on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. So we'll see you next weekend. Have a good one. election bids to secure a GOP majority in the U.S. Senate, but he's also been engaged.